My name is Tim Barkholtz. I work for ExxonMobil, and I'm working on technology for CO2 capture. At ExxonMobil, we're working on a range of solutions, including a new way to capture carbon at natural gas power plants. Learn more at energyfactor.com. Lift and peace. Lift and peace. You have the way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. <laughs> I know it. It's a real. It's a real. It's a real. It's a real one. I don't use it. Not in your vocab. Down to dog. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning. Happy Russell Westbrook Day and welcome to episode four. Three. Oh, wow. Seven. Of down to dunk. I'm Luke. Joined this morning by Taylor. And Andrew. Yeah. You can, you can find us on at dailythunder.com, Almighty Baller Radio, and of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. And if it's 5 o'clock Central Time, you're listening to us on Dash Radio. Welcome to our show. To our show, Dash Radio listeners. Guys, first game, Thunder v. Knicks. Ooh. Thunder emerged victorious. Thunder emerged victorious. <laughs> um, Initial thoughts, Tayshawn? We were all at the game last night. We were all at the yeah. game, man. Yeah. Uh, initial thoughts were we won by 21. Great. Yeah. Also, initial feelings, so happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just kept thinking about how happy I was and how happy Mello was and just how happy the whole thing is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's still so exciting to watch them like, oh my God, that was Paul George who scored that. <laughs> right shot oh my god that was mellow like the first shot uh, the first made bucket of the season was made by carmelo anthony for the oklahoma city thunder, thunder. yeah it, you just still get so happy about it <laughs> so you know? good there was in the fir- really early in the game russ went and got an offensive rebound and then threw it out to someone yeah. passed it out to someone beyond the three-point line and it was carmelo anthony and he shot it and he made it and yeah. i was like I'm so happy because I'm so used to that being a crappy player. Oh, <laughs> who just, has to shoot the ball. And it, it had such a weird, it had a familiar yet strange feel yeah. to it because last year, if the team didn't ha- seem like they were trying like 150%, like they were just going to lose. Right. And last night, it was weird. The offense was clunky. Things didn't really work all that well, especially the first half. Like they really struggled. Mm-hmm. Mello was out of sync. Uh, probably for a lot of reasons. Like he's playing against Porzingis, he's playing against the Knicks, first night jitters. There's just a lot of things that probably go into that for Melo. Uh, but the offense was terrible. Like they weren't really running anything. There were it was ISO ball. It was your turn, my turn. It was pound the ball. It wasn't great. I mean, it wasn't great offense. But like you look up, you know, in the third quarter, and like they're up, you know, 15. You're like, man, they really haven't played very well. And it's like, oh. Well, they don't have to play that well to beat this team. And they kind of established their floor with their defense last night, especially the play of Steven Adams. Like, Steven Adams was so, so good. Insane how good he was. I was most impressed with Paul George last night. Mm-hmm. The dude is so 
freaking smooth on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. And the threes he was taking, he took 13 three-pointers. Carmelo took 10. I think that's great. Like Some people are like, they need to take less threes. Nope. No. Like, no. Take all I don't the threes. think so either. Take all the threes. Russ only took one. Russ took so many shots just at the rim. He also only took 12 shots last night. There was like a lot of there's a lot of encouraging things to take like aesthetically from watching the game. I just felt like ugh, like that wasn't that wasn't like what we want. Yeah, and it and it won't be what the what they will be in April. Uh, but then like you take a look at the stats and you and you're like oh like wow like this is actually pretty great like the shot distribution like Paul George took the most shots then Melo then Russ like if that's like that's like a formula for success for this yeah. team in my mind and then Russ with the triple double he had 16 assists last night which how did he have 16 assists he didn't have any his first points didn't come until like 4 minutes left in the first quarter so like yeah. at the beginning of the game he was trying to get other oh. people going which is great to see it yeah. is good he was almost like too deferential though at the beginning like he was not there yeah. was no flow at all it was like i am going to make sure that you have the ball and that i don't more I, I, than like let's play basketball together and i think that's what changed in the second half yeah. actually was russ more than anyone else exactly i think russ just yeah. came out in the second half played his game just <laughs> ran the offense if there was a guy open he passed it if there was a lane to the basket he went hard mm-hmm. and uh yeah one shot from three and then he was just dra- like, uh, it's just one on one defense with him, pretty much with all those guys. And Melo said after the game last night that they're just not used to that. Yeah, like, they're not used to being this yeah. open. They're not used to like one dribble in crossover. Now I'm wide open. Like they're like none of those guys are used to that. I mean, you just think about what each guy had to deal with last season, and it was constant double teams, even triple teams at times, where they just don't have any open shots. And and their teammates aren't very good. Yeah, well, all of and, them. And, well, and that's the and that's the reason why. That's why yeah. they're being double teamed is because they're all the focal point of their offense. So it's going to take time for that to feel right for them. Uh, I think the guy it felt most right for Stephen Adams. Like yeah. initially, like he had his alley oops back. He was playing. I mean, his defense on NS, in particular, the play where. He got Ennis to travel and then laughed in his face. Yeah. And they were like d- yapping back down yeah. the court. Yeah. yeah. There was, was constant amazing. crap talking between the two of them. Yes. Like uh-huh. they, he was guarding him. I think it was on that play. Steven Adams goes, go this way. It was like talking to him, like, <laughs> and just getting in his head. And it was hilarious because you know that they're really good friends and like just crap talking. If it was anyone else, like there could have, if it was like Draymond, there would have been a fight. Yeah, or, or a nut kick. Well, and Steven <laughs> doesn't talk to guys typically like that. Yeah, and it's it's cool. It was cool to see, and yeah. he really shut Canner down. Like all of Canner's yeah. little tricks didn't did not work last yeah. night. Uh, uh, Adams had five steals. Okay, I was going to talk about that because I think that this is this seemed to be something I wasn't used to seeing from Adams. Was yeah. he would get down say a guard was trying to penetrate a little bit or just mm-hmm. dribble and then maybe pass it in uh, to a big man or, or get it into the paint. Well, Steve would kind of get down low and put his hands out wide and just kind of be like a moving shield yeah. around the basket. You know, And I wasn't used to that. And I think that's where most of those steals came from because I kept seeing him do that and he kept getting his hands on those balls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he, he was so good. Five steals, three blocks. His... He was by far the most important defender on the floor last night. This is what we wanted to see with this team, though, right? When you have Melo at the four, and when yeah. everyone's concerned about 
not everyone, but some people are concerned about defense sometimes from your bigs. Yeah. Well, all you need is Steven Adams to (laughs) listen to this. All you need is Steven Adams to play. Like a top three defender every game. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was so good. He was I mean, great, though. Like he, he was great. There's no reason to not think he can't do that. Yeah, he can pump the brakes maybe a little bit because it's yeah. the Knicks. And right. the Knicks are truly terrible. Like, they are an awful team. Ron Baker, I just felt bad for Ron Baker all night. He looked like he played basketball in the 80s. Why does he still yeah. have that haircut? I don't know. Dude, it, it's, just, it's his signature. It's well, a how do, stupid how do, signature. No, no, no. How do you know Ron Baker? His hair. His hair. If he had, if he just had a normal haircut, no one would know who he was. No one in the whole world. Maybe he wouldn't even be he, on a basketball team. He would not have his two-year, $8 million contract right now had he not had that hair. I can't believe he's playing. I can't believe that they're so bad that Ron Baker plays real well, I mean, I, I mean, they paid him. And that was a big mistake. Like he's a yeah. third point guard, like at best. Why did you pay him millions of dollars? I don't. I mean, the, just because Knicks. That's crazy. You know, Tim Hardaway <laughs> Jr. Too. I kept thinking, oh, you are man. paying him so much money to not do yeah. anything. He uh. was brutal last night. Three of ten from the field. Eight points. One assist. He doesn't. It's a bad a, defender. He's an awful defender. It was it was really bad. Um, Pouring out for super cool bees. Oh man, spraining his ankle. I saw him coming off the bench. I was like, "Here we go, super cool bees, dude!" And And he made a three, made a three, and then just immediately hurt his foot. (laughs) And then he and so his his teammates didn't like foul or anything to like get get him off the court. Ron Baker eventually did. Yeah. Well, then they come back down for another offensive possession, and bees is back in the corner limping calling for the ball to shoot it <laughs> hey, which man. is the best they should have given him the ball honestly i think so too i think it would have healed maybe he would have shot it landed on his ankle and would have popped Pop it back like, in place <laughs> like right yeah they should have they should have done the celtics should have thought about that just, pa- for, just <laughs> not stop the game pass him back the ball see what happens <laughs> that's how injuries work that's uh-huh. how you're healed that's how you heal the boys pop it back in um the crowd last night insane was so crazy to start the game so before the game started before the introductions they flash on the screen which i think this is like they're in place of like a video tribute that just put their names on the jumbotron and so welcome back and a scanner and doug mcdermott the crowd just went nuts like standing ovation and then for the introductions it was so loud it was dead silent for like courtney lee and guys like that everybody just went nuts for canner and then they like turn the lights down. And they like that the crowd. Really, that was really good. Thanks, man. Um, <laughs> the, cr- <laughs> the crowd went berserk for everybody. Like last year, the like the Andre Robertson, you know, yeah. excitement was like what people were at with Russ. Like every game, yeah. And everybody, like it was just, it was insane. And how cool was it? To be in your hometown and hear Carmelo Anthony and Paul George announced in the starting lineup. So cool. So weird. Also, did it feel like the Thunder? Okay, that that court projector, was that there last season? I'm trying to remember. I don't think it was. You know how they were putting like the lights on the yeah, court? I, like I think it, it was. I Maybe like it was. was. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was. Maybe it was. But to me, it just felt like this feels like more of a show than I'm used to. Like the lights are a little darker. 
in the yeah. arena. The the flares were a little flarier. Hey, how are the uh, storm chasers? Bad, still bad, still bad, still bad awful. dude. Still real bad. What's great? What's not great about being in Cloud City is that you're so high up. What's great about being in Cloud City is that you're shielded from the storm chasers. You are. Yeah. They don't have access. Yes, they have no access. They don't have access there. <laughs> they were they were all around me, and I didn't. Like that. <laughs> Man, I, how many storm chasers are there? Because it's like I'm, they're constantly there. They're multiplying in the back. Yeah, but they are. They're like rats, dude. They're yeah, rogues. but there's some that like I, I would say there's only ten. Well, they're everywhere. I know, but you are see, they using mirrors? But you see the same ones around. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. you do. You're right. That's why I'm asking because, like, I th- I only see about ten to twelve faces. Uh, Porzingis was really good last night. <laughs> we don't want to talk we about. Want to talk I'm about done talking. I'm done. I'm okay. Okay. Porzingis was great. Last he night. was. He was. Plug great. your mic in. It looks like it's about to unplug. Um, Porzingis was fantastic last night. They, they didn't have an answer for him until. Could you hear me before that? Yeah, I could. Um, Scary. I know. I thought ooh, it was going to unplug. Ooh, in honor of Halloween. Ooh, Halloween spooky. Ooh, scary. <laughs> spooky. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't have an answer for him, really, until Steven Adams was on him, which, to me, that seemed like the best defender for him because he's got length and he can really defend on the perimeter. And Porzingis tried to drive on him one time, and Adams just wasn't having any of that. Uh, but Melo really struggled against him. Paul George struggled against him. Um well, I don't know why they didn't try Robertson on him. They tried it maybe a couple times. I'd rather see him. I mean, last night is an example of Andre Robertson having no value to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Because who does he defend? Yeah. And, you know, I felt like uh, Billy D actually played him properly last night. Oh, like, I agree. Took him out of the game pretty quick. Yeah. He only played uh, 21 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was good. That's yeah. what I was thinking, too, at the start of the game. Like, there's no reason for him to be on the court. And then no. he wasn't really on the court anymore. Right. Porzingis is pretty much just unguardable though. Like I don't like the dude yeah, yeah, yeah. is so tall. He's so yeah. long. Yeah. Offensively so can do a thousand different things. I hear you. I don't think you really can shut him I, down. I just think Mello in particular is going to yeah. struggle against mobile force that yeah. can score. Good thing and, is they're not that bit. They're not as tall as him. Well, and there's also just not that many of them. Yeah. So, there's actually one. He's a unicorn. <laughs> well, yeah, and Towns on Sunday, they'll mm. Adams will defend him to start with. Oh yeah, uh, that that's going to be a really interesting game. It could be one of the most ugly games to start the season because both teams are really trying to figure out like their identity. So it'll be that'll be pretty interesting. Yeah, um, the Thunder. If both teams are struggling to figure out how to play, the Thunder are going to win. Because yeah. you just you have veteran talent. Right. You have these guys who are so used to scoring and being able to just do what they need yeah. to do versus young guns and then Jimmy Butler who Yeah. Well, well the, see. the Thunder just they just out talented the Knicks yeah. last night. They would, they didn't really out execute them. Right. They they did on defense. Their their defense definitely out executed them, but they just out talented them mm-hmm. last night. Like Paul George is just too much. Carmelo is just too much. Russ was just too much. Uh question real quick. On the deeper rotation, so pa- yeah, Jeremy Grant, because there's not a TQ about this, so I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, Jeremy Grant looked pretty bad. He was not great last night. His he did hit a three, right? Yeah, and he had a couple assists, like he was initiating the offense. Um, but yeah, he didn't look great last night. 
he was a plus 14. So, yeah. which is good because last year you look at his plus minus and his real plus minus, like he was not good. Um, but he was the backup center. I expect to see more Patrick Patterson going forward, but Patterson is still working his way back. He didn't look, he didn't look right. Uh, he didn't play until the second quarter, only played seven minutes, had two rebounds and a turnover. He was, he was not, Patrick Patterson was not great. Right. Um, but I would still like to see more of Josh Eustis before the game. Billy, talked a lot about Eustace because somebody asked him about Kyle, like why is Kyle inactive? And then he spent basically his time talking about Josh and how well he played in the preseason and how versatile he is. And uh, he'd never really spoken about Eustace in that way. It's always talked about how he doesn't have a position and he's not good at defending the pick and roll and blah, blah, blah. But he had really nice things to say about him. So I thought, oh man, he's probably going to play tonight, but he played three minutes at the end of the game with Dakari Johnson, mm-hmm. but which is, I guess, step forward for him because last year he wasn't even getting garbage time minutes. Well, um, and we'll see if that changes. Billy Donovan changes so much in the regular season. Like he's yeah. not afraid to change up no. minutes and rotations no, in the regular season. So, And Grant has a way more NBA experience. Like yeah. I don't expect Houston to just completely jump him in the rotation, but, um, but Jeremy Grant's, Shot still looks super janky. He did get one to fall. He was one to three from three. So that's some, that is just something to keep an eye on through these you know first twenty twenty five games. Like what does Jeremy Grant do from the perimeter? Does Jeremy Grant suck? Does Jeremy Grant suck? Watch <laughs> ah, yeah. two thousand seventeen suck. Watch he hit that turnaround <laughs> jumper at the end of the oh yeah half was it half or third quarter it was third quarter. Uh, and they also oh, you had the buzzer beating slam at the end of the half. That was awesome. Yeah, I love that. Great. It was perfectly timed. Yeah, it was like so Knicks for them to just turn it over for the sixteenth <laughs> time. Yeah, and give it to Paul George to slam it at the buzzer. <laughs> uh, the Knicks. I mean, it's it's all downhill from here. It's Knicks. Bad man. Ramon Sessions is your starting point guard. That's not great. It's Although Frank Nilakina did play last night, which I was really so, excited about, and he played like eight minutes and wasn't that good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. What I to was, say about I that. was like looking at their point guards, and I was like, if Melo was still on this team, this is who he'd be playing with. And I was like, yeah, he has to just be loving where he's at. Yeah, he was oh, so happy. It's yeah. nice to have that initial comparison. <clears throat> yeah, to start yeah. the season. Like I am in such like, a better team this now. Is what you left, and here yeah. you are now. Yeah. Russell Westbrook and Paul George and Stephen Adams. Oh man, yeah. The Thunder, the Thunder are kind of like back at that like baseline where they don't have to play up to their potential to beat a team by twenty one, mm-hmm. which is where, where it was when Durant was here. It was like you know, games, certain games were gimmies. There were easy games out there in the NBA. Last year, there was not one easy game. Like Everything felt like you had they had to give maximum effort. But last night, with the clunky offense, the solid defense, they beat them by 20. And so, it feels good. It does feel good. It feels good. Hey, you know what else feels good? There was a proposal. Oh, oh yeah, we got to no, talk no, no, about no. this. We're, it's coming. I put something in the Oh, is there a TQ? Yeah, don't worry okay, about it. You know what else feels good? What? Drinking a nice cold anthem beer. Hey, that's right. <laughs> Nothing like it. When, uh, you know, I'm going to come home today from, uh, that's Friday. I'm going to come home from a long, hard day of working, long, hard week of working. Ooh. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's going to be me drinking an anthem. Wow. Which, yeah. one, which one will it be? Uh, I, I'm still ogre to ogre 
It's oh. still Ogle Toberfest season. It really oh, yeah. is. And so I'm got to celebrate while it's here, you know? It goes away. You got to drink them all. That's right. You know, and I got to I got to get it's good it's it's been getting me in in the season and uh you know I'm starting to feel pretty halloweeny. I don't know if you've seen my neighbors. <laughs> I did. It's, it was scary. It scared me. They have so many halloween decorations. Yeah. 50 things it's in their many. yard. And I don't know if you saw the next door neighbor because yeah. they've gotten in the spirit or it's some oh disease that that is oh, spread. It's a disease, dude. They have a gigantic spider web coming down from their house and a spider on it that takes up their entire yard. <laughs> wow. It is Makes, infuriating it and it makes yeah. me want to drink a nice cold ipa i know from anthem brewing oh, company a cold ipa that's right huh? you can go to their tap room on southwest fourth street in oklahoma city it's a great tap room if you if you'd like to go enjoy a specialty beverage uh they have those there at the tap room it's just a cool place to go like i feel always cooler when i'm there the coolest part is it's not just a room it's a tap like area tap room area yeah. in their brewery right so it's just open and you can see like the big old jugs of liquids i'm pretty yep. sure they're jugs of liquids. i think they're tanks but i chose yeah. jugs but you know the bit uh, the whole production facility yeah. no, it's it cool it is yoga cool. room <laughs> it really is cool and uh and their beers are delicious it'll it'll make you uh forget your neighbors are <laughs> Halloween loving <laughs> trash bags. Anthem <laughs> 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 Brewing. That could be their new, uh, they could put that on the Ogletoberfest can. I'll let them have that. <laughs> Drink to forget about your Halloween neighbors. Uh-huh. Uh, Halloween loving trash bags. <laughs> they've just moved in, and I'm, I'm like worried about Christmas now. Ooh, because this uh, is Halloween. Yeah. Pretty minor holiday. And I, I, I just hope they're not Christian. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What Oklahoman has ever said that? Whoa. Usually it's the opposite whoa. that comes hey, out of an Oklahoma. Let them know I can make them a, a Grinch for, for Christmas if they I'll, want one. I, I'll let them know, and I guarantee they'll take you I'll tell you, right. I'll be more worried if there's less Christmas decorations. I'm going to go over there knocking their door. What is your problem? <laughs> Are you Uh, Christian? Are you not Christian? All right. Let's let's get into some TQs. Okay, let's jump into the Twitter questions. Twitter questions! Our first Twitter question comes from at DeepPuzzle23, who wants to know what's the good, the bad, and the ugly from the first game. What's the good? The good thing is Paul George... On offense, he looks. He and Melo kind of had a role reversal, and the way that they were in the preseason looked really comfortable. Uh, Steven Adams was incredible, and Russell Westbrook was just fantastic last night. When in the second half, whenever he kind of got into the groove of the offense, the bad mm-hmm. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant was pretty bad. <clears throat> Melo in the first half was was bad. Yeah, in fact, he could be the ugly in do the you, first half. Do you even care? I just I didn't even care though. I said mellow like shoot like shoot care. every shot. I mean I didn't care, but he he clearly there was some mentally there was something going on. Whether it be playing the Knicks, you know, being a first game thing, there's clearly something there because he was yeah. As Especially Billy, with Porzingis, as Billy Donovan put it, he was a little bit too jacked. Is that what he said? Well, somebody asked him that and set him up, and he was like. 
and then he used like the same phraseology that right. the, that the guy did talking about him being too jacked. <laughs> I don't know. He's yeah. not yoked. That was kind of ugly. He's uh, that was ugly that he said that. He, it sounds like he was uh, inspired by Booker T from WWE. He'll talk about guys and be like, "He's looking real jacked right now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Uh, uh, you know, I bet that's what he was channeling. Like I man, if Billy, was... D, if Billy D was a big WWE fan, that would be. I would ask some questions immediately <laughs> about it all right guys let's move on to our next twitter question it comes from at brett underscore mashia who wants to know should we be concerned with either mellow or pg relying too much on the three ball given how ineffective they were tonight <gasps> ineffective no inefficient inefficient um i mean paul george was not inefficient six of 13 six of 13 is fine you know i heard this on the radio too two people called in and said i think we gotta go away from the three ball a little bit shooting too many three ball and it's like no. guys what are you wa- what what yeah. league are you watching and yeah. i guess that's the wrong question because they're not they're not watching the league you're just watching the thunder basically but yeah i, I thought that that was the amount of threes oh yeah <laughs> that they should have shot yeah. And they were good shots. Yeah. I How mean, many of them were, were so, bad? I mean, I mean, Mello was three of 10, so he's like 30% for the night. Paul George was 46% for the night. Like, you know what? This, if you think they need to take less threes, then I'm not sure that you're watching the rest of the NBA. They're not. You're not. <clears throat> um, so th- this team, in order for them to reach their ceiling, I think they need to take a lot of threes. They took uh, 38 threes last night. And I think that's great. Almost 30%, 29% of their shots came from three. I, oh, no, that's not true. That's what they shot from, from three last night. They they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. They were actually shot close to 40% Closer of their to shots, 40%. Which is great. Which is, you compare it to the Rockets, <coughs> over 50, a lot of times, over 50% of their shots are from three. Yeah. If they can take average like 30 to 35 three-pointers a game, I think that's a healthy amount for this team. And in, in the future, Russ will take more. He took one and missed it. Um, and, you know, frankly, Paul George was, is so smooth. Even taking it, like, five feet beyond the three-point line, like, it just looks easy for him. Like, he needs to take 13 threes more often. I don't think mm-hmm. he'll take 13 every night. But if he's taking, like, eight to 13, eight to 15 threes i think that's a good number for the thunder and Melo's going to hit more of his threes mm-hmm. <clears throat> he's he had some open shots that he just flat out missed and he said that he it's just weird for him to take open shots so um those will fall but the thunder need to take threes like if if you're going to be a successful nba team you have to take a lot of threes right? yeah period the end and you know what's funny is three of ten isn't <clears throat> awful he makes one more three, and that's forty percent, and it's right. now very efficient. Very one of those good. wide open shots you know? falls. Fantastic! Yeah, you're exactly right. It's I I don't know. I don't, if they're not relying on threes, if they're not shooting threes, then what are they doing? Right, taking mid range jumpers, and at that point, then you're taking the why most, aren't you taking threes? You're taking the most inefficient shots in basketball. And they still took some mid range jumpers, which are, they which will. is fine in the flow of the game, right? Yeah. But if you're open. And you're outside of the three-point line, and you're Paul George or Carmelo Anthony, you got to take threes. Right. And if you have Russ putting pressure on the defense at the rim, 
Same with Adams. And then if Robertson will freaking start running more baseline and trying to get more trash points and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I think it'll make for a better offense. You still saw way too much of Robertson sitting on the perimeter, which mm-hmm. I didn't love in the corner. And there was an audible groan from the crowd when he shot corner threes. He took two threes, and there was an audible just like, oh. It's just like time. As it left his fingers. And like it's just time he doesn't need to shoot threes. Yeah, he I mean, just does, you know, we I, don't have a team that like calls for him to shoot threes. I'm fine anymore. with him taking one or two a game. Any more than that, I think is too much. Um, but anyway, but I mean, he he needs to be like a functional forward. Yeah, he's not a shooting guard. Someone needs to tell him. Uh, no, but don't don't take less threes. That's fine. You more threes. Be taking that. Give me more. Thirty eight's a lot. For the for the thunder, it's a lot. I like, think that's eat, the problem is we're just not more. used to seeing that. Yeah, but eat, this is what we should be used to. This is what it should be. Even the Durantes, and in the yeah. future, Abrinas will take more and he'll hit more. He was only one of five last night, but he'll he should take more as well. Yeah, the official song of the thunder when it comes to threes, Britney Spears, "Give Me More." Give right. me, give me more, give me <laughs> more, give me, give me oh, great I song! I don't know that song. Please go to the next okay. question. <laughs> next. Hey, you got to go to Las Vegas with Luke sometime. Seriously, go to a Britney show, little boys trip. <laughs> Fun. Britney, <laughs> little boys, little trip. a little boys, comma trip. Oh. not a little boys trip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, bring the kids. It's a great show. Family oh, friendly. Okay. Family okay. friendly. Okay. Um, yeah, you can wear your. B-I-T-C-H hat with the kiddos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they sell that. Yeah. Um, next question. Next please. Twitter <laughs> question comes from at Jared KW13, who wants to know, is it concerning that Patterson only played six minutes? Also, George played 39? Uh, Paul George is going to play a lot of minutes for this team, so be prepared for that. Uh, he's, he's spry. He's a young man. Uh, he was incredible. I don't think we even mentioned this, how incredible on defense he was. Yeah, he night. was really good. He, the whole team, though. Yeah. I mean, the whole team played well. There were, there were a few plays, defensive plays, where like the rotations were just like, wow. Like, they're going to shut teams yeah. down this yeah. season. Paul George is a big part of that. Um, Patterson, yeah. I mean, there's cause for concern. Like, he didn't look great. He played seven minutes, didn't play it all in the first quarter. I think there is cause for concern a little bit for him. Uh, but it's going to take some time to get him integrated into the team. He hadn't played. He didn't play any preseason games. And, you know, it's going to take some time. But they, they seem pretty comfortable playing Jeremy Grant as a backup center. We'll see We'll see what happens against the Jazz. Because the Jazz are going to play big. Um, so that'll, it'll be interesting. But I, I'm, I'm mildly concerned about Patrick Patterson. Yes, I'm not concerned about Paul George's minutes because he's... I mean, he's he's ready to play, it's and great. he probably won't. He's not going to average thirty nine minutes per game either. No, he'll average closer to thirty five. Uh, as of now, he averages thirty nine. Right now, a game. he averages thirty nine exactly. <clears throat> yeah, that's a lot of on pace things you can say. You can be on pace guy. Carson Cunningham on, was talking about that last night. On pace guy is funny, and I hadn't really thought about it. And I was yeah. like, wow, that is a very stupid kind of guy. Oh, it's a stupid guy. Russ is on pace for eighty two triple doubles. You know what? The the people people do that with the it's Warriors so much. That's what on pace guy. When I thought about it, I was thinking of everyone who's like Nick Young's on on pace to score eighty nine thousand points tonight. That's right. 
Steven Adams on pace to lead the league in steals. Yeah, he is. He is. He'll almost have 500 steals this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move to the next Twitter question. You know Mello had two blocks last night? No. <laughs> Mello. 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 Mello, it's a base. <laughs> you know what I'm talking nope. School of Rock. I, I don't know what you're talking about. never seen it. A cello, it's oh, a yeah, base. Yeah, cello. <laughs> School of Rock. Great movie. Let's talk about School of Rock. I haven't seen it. Let's pop. You've never seen it. I've seen that movie 30 times. Oh, I haven't seen it. And I, I know I would like it. it is I like Jack Black so, a lot. so good. Hey, put your hand out. This for Put it out like that. Oh, yeah. Let's rock. Let's rock today. Like, what I, is you got to let me do it. Oh, that. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Let's rock. Let's rock today. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Watch School of Rock and drink an anthem beer. <laughs> that makes sense to me. It does. Me I, too. That's I want why. to join you guys in thinking it's funny if I Dude, don't get it. I, you would like School of I know. Rock. I've just never, I've just never got There's things in your life that people tell you all the time. I know. You would like this. You I, really I, would. I know. But you refuse to do them. But I would like to see School of Rock. I just never got around to it. School of Rock and Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Probably skipping out on Harry Potter. Yeah. Just not ever. It's great. It's it's actually great. Next question. At, <laughs> at Kev underscore VH wants to know, are Mello and Ferguson best friends? Uh, they were friendly. Ferguson is so happy and Mello so happy. So. They're the happy bros. They're so happy, dude. <laughs> Did you see that uh, selfie? It was like Ferguson, Abrinas. It was the young guys, basically, yeah. that took a selfie in the locker room afterward, and they're all so happy, smiling. And then Mello's in the back, and he got in the selfie with the young yeah, guys, and thing. he's so happy. Here's the thing about Mello, is that you watch him from afar, and you think like he's like this bitter, angry mm-hmm. dude. He's not. He's great. Like He's an incredibly nice guy. He has very thoughtful answers to the media. He's very, he's probably, I mean, he's a hundred percent nicer to the media than Russell Westbrook is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great dude. And I think that people don't know that. And people get the impression, whether it be from like Phil Jackson or the way that the Knicks are covered or whatever it is, that he's just like this unhappy guy, but he's not, he's fantastic. Like he's, he's a great, great dude. Uh, Terrence Ferguson is in the rotation Billy Donovan likes him. Like Billy Donovan really, really likes him, and he was fine last night. Like he, he didn't. He hit one shot, and the crowd was like desperate for him to hit a shot. The crowd was really excited to see him play, um, and he had like a layup that he hit. It was, yeah, it was fine. Um, but I think he's gonna be he's gonna be fine. He played eleven minutes last night. He's not gonna play a ton, but he's getting those tenth man minutes off the bench. Um, so we kind of wondered if it'd be him or Houston, and it's without a doubt T. Ferg. Mm-hmm. And he's he was really scrappy. He's still so so thin, but um, it's encouraging. Like if you can get a first round pick that can come in and play immediately for you, that's a wing. Um, that that's big time for the yep. Thunder. It reminded me a lot of Abrinas last year. Yeah, when Abrinas first started playing, mm-hmm. and he's real skinny. He's playing ten minutes a game. Just kind of like doesn't really know what to do. Uh, it reminded me a lot of that, but that's what it, you just have to get reps. Except he's nineteen. Oh, he's night. He went to Australia. And he's only night. I guess he went to Australia instead of college. Right. Yeah. Okay. Wow. He went down under, mate. <laughs> he went down under to play. Oh, that's my Liverpool accent. Oh, <laughs> whoa! Uh, hold on. Whoa, Terrence whoa. Ferguson. Terrence. Ter- 
I'll come, come back to okay, so, we'll come back. Uh, oh, that's not a knife. This is a that's knife. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Oh, Terrence Ferguson. He's dribbling down the court. Terrence. Ah, you're on. You've got it. Yeah, okay. You you're got there. It. Uh, my, my son plays uh, soccer on Saturdays, and they had to, the team names are country names, and we chose Australia. And so we'll, we don't run real plays. They're five years old. But anyways, I'll, I'll tell them that we're running something. Like, we're running Wallaby. Wallaby. And I'll just make the kids, when they kick off or like do a goal kick, just yell, Wallaby! And they'll kick the ball. It's, it's so great. <laughs> That's awesome. What are some other Australian animals? A dingo. A dingo. We run dingo. We run the dingo. We run uh, you got a kangaroo. Kangaroo. Koala. Koala. Koala is very effective. Koala. You need to run a shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> Shrimp on the back. No, that's God, a, why don't we go to that, it. dude? They're, you know, it's tough, man. We'll run shrimp on the barbie on next <laughs> Saturday. Shrimp, <laughs> shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the other side of the go, Australian for beer. <laughs> Foster's Australian for beer. That's how you get that. That's how you get it. Um, okay, let's move on to our next order question because we're way off base. It comes from at Trey Witzel who wants to know our thoughts on wearing blues at home. Loved uh, it. It's weird. I loved it. I hate our white jerseys. Oh, really? I like yeah. them better than the blues. I just want to see the new jersey. I need it. Yeah. Uh, did you guys listen to the low post with um, Joe Mandy? With Joe Mandy? Yeah. yeah. They basically only talked about uniforms and comedy. Yeah. Uh, but he said that Nike is still releasing another jersey for everyone yeah. this right. season that yeah, we have seen fourth yet. jersey. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. I think it's going to be cool. I hope so. I hope that eventually they'll just take away the first two jerseys for the thunder and give them new ones can you imagine if there was like a lighter version of the what do you what are the names of these nike jerseys they don't try they're all so weird yeah anyways if there was a lighter version of the okc that has like the the broken okc with the like shock wave on the back yeah if that was their main jersey they would sell so many and if that okc if like that was their like logo, logo I could sell so much stuff, and it'd be so cool. Everybody'd be so excited. Just that put, should be their logo. Put that in, at center court. Oh, put man. the shock waves even on the court. Whoa, dude! You gotta submit this. People like that. That'd it's cool. good. Like it is a. It is legitimately like a top, you know, five to ten jersey in the NBA. Like it's great. That new one. Yeah, the new the one. New oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The new one. It's dope. So it's so good. I have a question. Just having the Nike swoosh on the jersey it makes it cooler. It makes it look cooler, doesn't it? The jerseys it? do, overall, the jerseys look cooler. Even Why? the lame jerseys look cooler. They're also a little bit different. They're a little bit different. There's like little yeah. details in them that are different. Like on the back, how they like, there's the yeah. collar thing. I don't and really the fit know. It is different. I'm really good at bit. describing it to yeah, people you're very over good. a podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're a little bit different, yeah. but they do look cooler. The Nike swoosh does. Change changes things. everything. Yeah, you're wearing a Nike jacket right now. That's if right. it was Adidas, I right. say get out of here, nerd. <laughs> get out of here, nerd. Okay, let's <laughs> move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Cody McChicken underscore who wants to know <laughs> what are we taking for over under on over or under 1.5 games of 50 point games for Russ. And 
38.5 games for Steven Adams double doubles. I'll take Adams. Wait, no, you can take under or over for over, both. Under for both. I'll take under for Russ. I will too. I'll take over. Over. I'm taking under on both. <sighs> rebounds yeah, going to be he he still doesn't care about rebounds. No. Period. No. Which is what we thought. Yeah, to start. So yeah, under on both. Yeah. You know what though? This Steven Adams just playing. How many minutes did he play last night? 30. Man, didn't it it felt like a little more though to me. But anyway, He's yeah, going to play except at least for I was holding 30. my breath every time Jeremy Grant was in the game, so it didn't feel yeah. like that to me. Oh, yeah. Held my breath for 21 minutes. That's a long <laughs> wow. time, dude. You're like David Blaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, got, you just got to be suspended above Times Square. <laughs> I'm the David Blaine of Cloud City. I think he held his breath for 11 minutes one time. That is so crazy. It. That is so crazy. I believe it. I um, think he's a demon. Tom think- Cruise can do something like that, too. He did it. They're both demons. Can you can you tell me one person who can do that who you don't think he could be a demon? Well, they're both very clever demons. Mm-hmm. You complete me. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Did what? Did we answer it? Did we? Yeah. Under, uh, under. Under, under. Under, under. Under, okay. under. Next Twitter question comes from at what Andrew likes. He wants to know how excited are you after that triple double from Russ and does he keep it up? I was excited that it happened and he wasn't it, like it just happened naturally. Yeah. yeah. I think he just came into the game expecting it not to happen. Right. Yeah. Like you're not expecting triple doubles from Westbrook, but here's the deal. Like he's still a good rebounder. Like that doesn't go away. They weren't like giving away rebounds to him. Like the assists, Tom Haberstroh thinks the assist comes easy. <clears throat> it was easy last night yeah. for him. Uh, he had and two offens- two offensive rebounds that were really great. Um, and it still helps the team with pace. Like that's one of my big peeves last night was pace. Like they did not play with great pace. And the only times that they really did was when Russ was able to get the defensive rebound and push. Um, and that works fine against the Knicks. Obviously it works great against the Knicks. You beat him by 21, but that's not going to work against other teams. If you're just, I mean, it's nice that they have a half court offense that works. That's great. Cause they didn't have one at all last year. Um, but to get a really good defense on their heels, you got to play with better pace. And I think Russ rebounding is great. Yeah, it was it was exciting to to see that happen. And you kind of the buzz starts within the arena, you know, about oh he's got a triple double, he's going to have a triple double, and he's one rebound. And I mean, it's cool. I don't think that he'll do what he did last year, um, but I think he he could he could have twenty five, thirty triple doubles. Yeah, the, for sure. And the cool thing was. What we talked about, it didn't seem like he even needed to try. Like, yeah. he just played, and it happens. And also, it doesn't take away from Paul George or Carmelo at all. I did you not know. feel like at any point that one of those three should get more time with the ball or yep. more shots or whatever. It was like, man, this distribution is great. They're all getting enough time. They're yeah. all getting in their shots. Yeah, the distribution was good. The The execution was not. Right. Yes. Yeah. But that, but that comes with chemistry and knowing. It's gonna, yeah, it'll right. take time. It'll take time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, our next <laughs> Twitter yeah. question is it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> next Twitter question comes from at Bird Terrifier, which is, a, <laughs> which is a great Twitter handle. I know immediately what this guy is all about. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that is terrifying birds. It is my favorite Twitter handle. He asked a question on like a Wednesday pod, and I was just, it just makes me so happy. Bird terrifier. Bird terrifier. <laughs> um, he's, he posted a picture of me reacting to the proposal, and he said, yeah. This is Luke watching as horrible things are happening to his anime body pillow. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a door opening for you to talk about what happened. Um, Please tell us. There was a proposal of marriage at the Thunder game. I was not expecting it. Um, the kiss can was happening, and uh, the person who I was with was like, hey, look, they're about to be on the kiss cam. And I was like, oh, I'm about to be all in the background of this. So I was like getting ready to like react and so like if they had a really gross kiss you know i could be in the back i'll be like right. or uh you know however because they're all different times but kiss cam kisses oh yeah, oh, yeah. well oh, then oh. so they kiss normal kiss and then he gets up slams he's wearing like a thunder number one slams off the thing and in his hand underneath the thing had the ring ready to go and proposes some I'm like, oh, I'm all up in this for a love. I'm going to be on the screen for an extended period of time. So uh, I, I took uh, I took that opportunity and really went for it. You know what? It's you great. did a good job. It, it, like uh, NBA retweeted like the video because it it's like you know new season started first right. proposal. Yeah. Um, my my Twitter from blowing up, which I love. It's pretty great. <laughs> you you like got a pretty good shot. It was like like people divided perfectly in the shot yeah. for you to kind of stick people out. are trying to get out of the way so like yeah because there's someone in, like in front of them so like you're getting out of the way so like and, people and you're like, trying to get in the way. Everybody but you is trying there. to get out, <laughs> out of the way. Just be like ooh. He you did a really good job. I thought the proposal. I'm not a fan of basketball proposals. Yeah, in general, I thought that one though wasn't bad I was, like him having the ring and slamming it off was, and like she was genuinely surprised oh yeah here here's what I, here's my thoughts here's here's the uh emotions that i went through okay i saw that there was a jumbotron proposal super miffed about it was yeah. not happy i don't like jumbotron proposals um carson cunningham i'm sitting with him and he posts a picture of it and I was super mad and I look at the picture and then I just, my excitement level just starts to tick up, up and up and up and up and up and then through the roof because I saw Luke in yeah. the background of this picture <laughs> making a weird face. And I was just like, okay, I'm all in on this proposal. It was so good. I mean, that's what I, they're, they're welcome. <laughs> yeah. That guy. Right. I don't know if she would have said yes if the situation wasn't perfect and I added to that. So I think that's a, that's a lot. That's giving yourself a lot of credit. I'm pretty sure you just married them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I would, I'd be making, when they kiss during, at their actual wedding, I'll do this. Ooh. Ooh. Will you put your hands up after we kiss? But it's funny that they said uh, anime body pillow. Cause I wanted to react like uh, a person in an anime. Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Um, so it was, it was great. I, I loved it. Okay. Next, Next and final Twitter creation. Can I add one after this one? Yeah, I suppose yes. you made me. He made me look foolish because it's not the final. Sorry, I'm. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Twitter question from at Jess two four five seven says hashtag defensive player of the year Stephen Adams discuss. I don't think that he will actually win this award, but 
He was incredible last night. Some of it has to do with like he's playing in a scanner. He knows like all of his tendencies. He knows all of his tricks. The Knicks really suck. Like they're a really bad team. Uh, some of it's that. Uh, but we saw in the preseason, like he really took it to Nikola Jokic on the defensive end. He looks Im- improved as a defender. Everything looks really easy for him. He's in control. He is knows how to blow up a pick and roll. He knows how to defend in the post. He got five steals last night. He had three blocks. I mean, I don't know if he's ever had five steals and three blocks in a single game in his career. I mean, like that that was incredible. Uh, we'll really see over the weekend his def- I think that we can have this conversation again next week because he plays against Gobert and then he plays against Towns. And I think playing against Towns, that's where you're going to really see, you know, what can Steven Adams really do against an elite score? Maybe I think Zach Lowe said that he's like the most elite scoring big since Shaq, um, which is kind of crazy. Well, that's high praise. I think you could give that to Boogie as well. You should um, give it to Boogie. Um, but anyways, I think that that's where you'll kind of see his presence felt. Because against the Knicks, I mean, some of it is the Knicks, right? Right. Um, but over yeah. the weekend, yeah. yeah, over the weekend, we'll see um, what he can do. And so that's exciting. And they play Miles Turner next week. They got the Pacers, and so I mean, it's. But he looked great. I mean, if. You should be really excited about Steven Adams. If you're a Thunder fan and you're not excited about what Steven Adams has done through the preseason and through game one, I don't know what you're doing. How are you a Thunder fan and not excited, just so excited about this team? Well, I think that it's easy to be excited about the team in general, but just specifically Steven Adams and his Mm -hmm. improvement. And now with space on the offensive end, like he looks like a new player defensively. There were times last season that he looked lost. Yeah. There was like two months where he yeah. was just like not not even good at all on defense, and they would play Ennis Canner more, uh, which tells you a lot. But he didn't look like that guy at all. He looked great. So, real quick on Steven, something that is kind of everything coming together for Steven is that he can, the amount of different things he can do on defense. So, one on one, he's great. He can switch out on a guard and contest shots with guards. That's yep. very important. Yep. He can block shots. Like, it's his individual defense, his team defense, everything he needs to do. And all of these things, if he keeps this up, not not like he did last night, but 80% of what he did, I think he will get a lot of people starting to at least putting him in the conversation. He should get a little buzz. He's going to get buzz. He's not going to win. But he should get some buzz. Yeah. I mean, here's how how he wins it. Thunder are first in defense. Mm -hmm. And he averages. I mean, he's got to have the numbers, right? Like, nobody wins Defensive Player of the Year without any sort of number. So, obviously, you have, like, the DRPM and stuff like that. But if he can average, like, two steals and two blocks a game and be on the number one defense, like, that's the case for Steven Adams winning the Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Do I think that'll happen? Yeah, no. But, no, be cool. No. Last question. This is from at the underscore big underscore kid friend Jeremy Lamb, who's not the Jeremy Lamb who gets high and plays Xbox here in Oklahoma City. But But now that he's gone, is that something that you know that now you're telling us? No, I just still speculate just because of his eyes. I think you're right. I think that's right. Um, Looks at sticks. 
He does look at sticks. He just stares at picture of him looking at sticks. That makes me so mad. Uh, Have you ever been treated as bad as Lonzo Ball was on your first day of work? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) That's why I had to ask it. So last night, if you don't know, Lakers, Clippers played last night. And Patrick Beverly was as he was so Patrick Beverly last night against Lonzo Ball. And it was great it was a great welcoming to the nba for him because he was just in his business oh yeah and like hard fouls and just not leaving him alone and it was just fantastic picking lonzo him Bo- up like three quarter legs yeah. court yeah almost full court yeah and lonzo was really rattled by it and it was great it just made if you're not a <laughs> lakers fan you were very happy watching that last night yeah but the question is, have you ever been treated that poorly on your first day of work? Well, so are they referring to how Patrick Beverly treated him or how everyone gave him crap for not being good? Because he only scored three points, yeah, right? Yeah, I think he's talking, well, I think probably about Patrick Beverly. Okay. Uh, then no. 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 I think the only no. thing, my first day as a high school teacher, I was walking the halls and a teacher yelled at me. I was like 23. <laughs> like you were a student? Yeah. She was like, hey, do you have a hall pass? What are you doing back here? And I like turn, like look at her. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a teacher. And she was like, what? She's like, yeah, it's my first day. I teach psychology. I'm in this room over here. She's like, oh, well, well sorry. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. Dude, that... I would feel pretty bad about that. I, I would got, feel like insecure about it. Yeah, I sure did. The first couple of years. Wow, that <laughs> sucks, man. <laughs> I, actually, I really love that job. But uh, Where did you work? Midwest City High School, man. What was the name of the Oh, uh, we get Bueno the, together. Some of kidding. the bombers. Yeah, Luke and I would go get Taco I, Bueno. I was, in, I was in Norman, and I had a lot of time off in the middle of my day for lunch, and so I'd drive down, and we'd get Bueno together. That is really Oklahoma's sweet. number one fast food place, Bueno. Hey! That may, I was so surprised by that. <clears throat> I question the integrity of the polls because it's based on Foursquare, from what I've heard. So I don't, <laughs> I don't believe it. However, however, it's pretty, it's pretty for Oklahoma. Hit the nail on the head. That's right. <laughs> and it's Chick, good. And Chick Fil A in basically every other state. Yeah. And McDonald's only in one state. Wow. Yeah. It's like New Jersey or something. Bueno was good though. Those were good times, man. Meeting in Midwest City. It was really <laughs> good. Taco Bueno. It was great. Right. How was the Bueno in Midwest City? It was fine. It was good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was good enough for me to drive 30 to 45 minutes <laughs> to go. Oh my God. So Lee, I think it was 35. <laughs> yeah. It probably wow. was. It was, I never got the exact timing right. So I'd either get there like 10 minutes early or 10 minutes late. Yeah. Man, so. you guys were young. Oh yeah, man. That was a long time ago. Uh, we were just young lads getting mistaken that- for high school students at our jobs. That's right. <laughs> that was, that was pre-pod. That was like eight years ago. Yeah, probably, probably eight. eight years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, hey, guys. There's not a good segue into this, but Oklahoma T-shirt co- or Oklahoma <laughs> shirt company makes some shirts, and they're great. They are great. You if want you- high-quality shirts? Go to Oklahoma Shirt Company. Go to them. They have their Oklahoma Shirt of the Month Club. You pay $10, you get a shirt a month. Just for signing up, you get an introductory shirt. Oklahoma themed. Oklahoma themed. Soft. Soft. S-A-W-F-T. Soft. Very nice. And uh, and they also have a Texas Shirt of the Month Club, if you're a Texas listener. Um, Texas forever. Hey, uh... 
Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And then if, yeah. if you're and if you're in another state and you're listening and you think, well, I want a shirt, you can uh, custom make your own shirts. Go to them, place them in whatever or you know size you want. They will make work with you designing shirts, making shirts. If you come and uh, to them, that's how we got our shirt for the pod made. So if you're in say uh, uh, Delaware and you want a Delaware shirt. I bet they can work with you. They probably could. Yeah, uh, they'd be they'd be very excited too. I'm sure. <laughs> um, so, guys, check them out, and uh, they do great work. We really like working with them. They're great, great people. They just for our I, we had just got uh, thing. They made uh, our podcast shirts in little kid sizes. They did for, for my you. children. For your children. That's right. Um, they're ready, by the way. Oh, great. <laughs> yep, that's how I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> guys, I have a final question before we leave. Um, it is always the final question here at the Down to Dunk. It is, are you miffed? And are you peeved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. I'm not miffed, but I know someone who is. Who? His name's Kevin Durant because he shot a game winner and it didn't count. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh. I, was I was so happy. So joyous about that. That oh, happened uh, wow. in the Rockets game, and I thought the Rockets were up one, one yeah. point, right? And then KD had the ball. I was like, "Oh my god, he just sank this!" And sure enough, he sank it. And I was so peeved off. I was so mad. You, you, you cheesed. <clears throat> I was cheesed up. Yeah. You were, you were biffed and cheesed. <laughs> <laughs> and they were celebrating, but it felt weird. It just felt really weird. And then they showed the replay, and it, it was still in his hand when the light went off. And I was like, oh, my God, it's in his hand. I was yelling. And then it didn't count. <laughs> That's awesome. And it was the greatest thing ever to see that just ripped away from him. The best great. thing about this season is that, you know, he got finals MVP, whatever. Like, this is supposed to be like, you know his victory lap and it's just everyone this year's dogging on kd oh, you see great. the thing where it's him and he, he drinks a thing of water and like there's it tastes weird or something he looks and like spits it out or something yeah on twitter and, and someone commented uh it looks like someone's put some loyalty in his, in his water <laughs> <laughs> like nothing he can't say anything his agent can't say any, like he's just a joke now. like he's just a butt of every joke now yeah. That's great. I love it. Oh, I love it. It's great. We're living a great life. Hard to be miffed when people are dogging on KD. <laughs> and when Patrick Beverly is giving it to Lonzo Ball. Yeah. I'm so, so happy about that. NBA's back, y'all. I was miffed about a call from the Denver Nuggets. Ooh. Whenever Mason Plumley uh-huh. went in for a jam, the uh, announcer, you know, the color commentator said, Plum Dog Millionaire for the slam. All right. Why didn't you like that? It's just... Everything about it just like just grates at like my inner being. I just hate it. I love it. I'm so miffed about it. I like it in the same. I so I okay. I don't like. I don't think it's an actual quality like good call. But I like it because it's so silly. Nikki it's K. like very semi. Nikki K really likes it too. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I hate it's it. It's just fun. Like, but is it not funny? No, no, it's not. Is it offensive? No. No, it's just... Miffed. (laughs) I like it. I don't don't mind it. Ron Baker from last night looks like he's in the movie Semi-Pro. Yeah. That's all I can think about. He He looks like uh, one of the actors in it. I don't figure which one. Uh, 
Woody Harrelson. Oh, Woody Harrelson. He looks like Woody Harrelson from that movie. He does look like Woody Harrelson. Yeah, he the whole time I was like, oh, you they're know, about to invent the alley-oop. Woody Harrelson kind of acted like he played basketball in the same way that Ron Baker actually plays basketball. They have basketball. very similar styles. He very looks, strange. Looks like Woody. Looks like Woody. Hey. Woody. Well, Woody. You know what we didn't talk about? Woody. Halftime show. Yeah. Darcy Lynn, winner of America's Got Talent. Yeah. I stayed and watched it because it was great. I watched I had, it Because I hadn't seen her. On my TV, my mom would be like, oh, you got to check this out. And then she won, but I never did. Yeah. So it was my first introduction. It was great. <clears throat> you know, pretty good. She is a plum dog millionaire. She's a, she is a millionaire. Yeah, I know. That's so wild to me. How do her parents control her when like she like, has more money than them? Like, I have a million like, dollars. Like, hey, mom, mom here's the dad. thing. She's like eight. So they have the She's money. 12. Yeah. Yeah, but they've got her. Well, I don't know. Watch out. She's, she better she better watch out parents you don't Gary, know Gary Coleman his parents screwed away all his money that's <laughs> right that's the end of our podcast <laughs> <I think. laughs> oh <my God. laughs>